Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Get this thing going here. I'm the uh, quad as a church mouse. Get this thing up on me. I'm gonna run. Yeah. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. And uh, I'm excited for today. I'm going to introduce you to someone who I hope will be frequent in this show on a regular basis. Uh, he's my neighbor. Uh, he's an avid learner. He's a student. And uh, got a curious mind. A lot of great hobbies. He's a musician. Uh, I recently caught him in his beat laboratory and it was pretty dope. Uh, without further ado, Joshua Comer. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool, man. Thanks for having me. I man. appreciate it. Just, man, tell me a little bit about the origin story, man. Who are, where are you from? Oh, well. Tell me about growing up. I'm from Columbus, Mississippi. I was born in Amory, but I mean, might as well have been born in Columbus as long as, as I've lived here. Um... I've lived with my grandparents the majority of my life, so I guess you could say they were more like my parents, you know. I come from a fairly similar sim- yeah. situation. Uh, I think I was 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there when uh, my parents split. Mm-hmm. And instead of, like, it, it kind of... I'm not saying anything ill about my parents, but it was just kind of the way I felt. I felt like a pawn, you know, like, well, you go to the, you go to your dad's this week, and then next week you got to go stay with your mom. And I was like, dude, can I just get some kind of consistency? Mm. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. So I moved in with my grandparents. Uh, I lack. I definitely lack consistency as a kid. I mean, one, like early on. Till about eight, I'll say, I had consistency. I mean, it was still, it wasn't the best. It was still disruptive and kind of, kind of volatile. Um, yeah. Because my folks, they split at eight. But then after that, I... What a strange situation, you know? Yeah. yeah. Really rocks your world. Yeah, because it's, it was, I, I can remember the night that it happened. It, it, I, the way my mom came in, it was like something had happened. When they finally, Nobody wanted to tell me what was going when on. When they finally quit putting on the show? Yeah. And I'm like, man, what the... F-? Yeah, but I'd been seeing weird, you know, weird been happening for a while. I, I mean, yeah, I was seven, eight years old, but I knew something was going on. I mean, I wasn't... So well, it wasn't the brightest, but it wasn't the dumbest back then for a kid. Yeah. So. 
raised by your uh, grandparents here in Columbus, Ang- uh, or to, to an extent, they. I mean, my grandfather, of course, is. I mean, the closest thing to a father I have on this earth. Yeah. Um, I mean, by far, everything. The man that I, that I. The the good man in me comes from him. Yeah. You know, so I can I can accredit that to him because you know out of the problems I've had with my family I love them to death that was all in the past Mm -hmm. nowadays I love every single one of them I don't have a problem with not one person in my family that's getting older right oh yeah being able to see through it yes I mean there's not a thing any of them could do that would make me hate them I mean I take a bullet for them I'll kill for them I mean, because they're literally all wonderful people. Yeah. You know, seeing all my cousins growing up and, you know, they all worked on one side of my family. My cousins, they all worked for AT&T, you know, when this town wasn't that big. So they got to grow within the company. So my, I come from, uh, I guess, a good crop, good stock. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Good genes, um, and uh, yeah, I mean. Tell me a little bit about your interests when you was growing up, man. What was you into? Uh, what were my interests? What, what music was you listening to? Well, I didn't really start listening to music until I was about 12, 13. My dad would play some stuff. My mom would play country music, I remember. But I really liked rock. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers was my jam. Uh, always has been. I read their, uh, read Anthony Kiedis's biography, Scar Tissue. Scar Tissue, good book. Really good book, and it's more or less their um, biography. Sure. You know the band's biography, um, just from his point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, and a little bit more into his story. So if you haven't read it, I, I, re- I definitely recommend it. Yeah, that's a it's a good read, damn good read. Um, so and and that actually that book actually helped me out during a rough time when I was alone and needed guidance. Uh, yeah, from it's kind of wild, crazy. We'll be, I'd been through and been doing to myself. You know. Yeah, dude, I think it's interesting. Uh, just lately, with people stepping into, uh, I guess you would call it the manosphere. Like, you have, like, these controversial people, such as, like, an Andrew Tate or, mm. you know, like, even a Joe Rogan, you know, yeah. like, a lot of, a lot of, I think a lot of guys go to his podcast for advice and just to hear yes. inter- interesting stories. Yes. And you have and all truth. these, you have these different men, or men, uh, who are really beginning to speak out uh, with, man, because, like, Man, just on this side of the gender, dude. Like being a male, being a dude, like it's tough. I mean, it's it's tough yeah, it both is. ways. But like, it is. It, it really seems like, and it progressed quickly. Like, and I couldn't tell you what year it was, but it was recent to where it seemed like society as a whole really just quit giving a shit about dudes. Well, the thing about it is, is society changed in a way. The the thing about being a man and. I can only say from my point of view from being a man and as I've grown up here recently I really only felt like I just 
I could actually say, damn, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a grown man now. You know, I have a lot of wisdom. I'm still growing, you know. and Been around the block a time or two. Yeah. And, uh, but the enlightenment and the wisdom um, that comes that comes to me is 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 good um oh, i forgot i'm kind of trailing off here while where i was going with that um oh society as a whole uh one thing i've noticed like <laughs> as you learn to control your emotions as a man you learn to become more emotional and being okay with being emotional, being okay with who you are, because there's there's a sensitive a sensitive side to to that you have to master as, as being a man. And a lot of times, you have to put off that sensitivity um, for whatever the reason is. Whether you're grinding it out, times are bad. Doesn't matter what it is. It's, it all does. It affects the the brain the same. It's it's just yeah. little cute little indicators, little changes that um you know uh, let you know how to help you uh, and take care of it and yeah. fix it. Like but I I don't controlling think so. yeah. controlling your emotions that's a big thing, but it but you do become more emotional and uh as Carl Jung described there's the anima and the animus, if I'm not mistaken. The, the male and the female trait or the personality trait within a person, no matter what the gender is. I'm not saying... I'm, you just... You would just have to go check out Carl Jung's work. Oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's amazing. Like how in-depth he goes in the mind. Um, but I feel like a lot of the questions to what's going on in the world can be found in intellect, you know, in these psychologists that uh, are of high esteem, you know, Jordan Peterson is, is a wonderful one. Um, Jordan Peterson's story is really amazing to me, honestly, because he was an atheist and then yeah. he is now uh, um, more... I Religious, more. I remember, <clears throat> just I, more religious. I, I don't even yeah. want to say Christian because it's, he's just a man of God, and he reads the Bible because no matter what you believe in, he there are intellectually. Yes, yeah. there's. Yeah, there's I would. I would listen to everywhere. his lectures on the Bible. Like he, he, uh, you know, they were on his podcast. But then, like, I just got. I love psychology, oh. dude. Because I yes. mean, you know, it, it it helps you make sense of yourself yourself and what you're thinking and what you're feeling Mm -hmm. but uh i remember like listening to him approach the bible intellectually and i remember calling like a a pastor friend of mine and i I shared like these lectures with him and i was like he is this close like he is right on the edge of Mm -hmm. finding god and then about a week later there was an interview where someone had asked him about his journey for on finding god and he broke down in tears and started crying. Oh, I bet. And I mean, that's truly that's, that's what it feels like. Because that journey had a lot of pain. Because everybody's journey has a lot yeah. of pain. But whenever 
whatever you believe, if you believe God of yourself, we've talked about it before, you yeah. know, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, the, the Muslim God, the Christian God, to me, God is God, you know, it, it's all the same. But uh, even if you don't believe any of that, if you believe in yourself and God in yourself, that you still have to have uh, have a constant um spiritual grounding you know sure. you you can't just say say that and then just go about life you, well, know? you know and and, and if, if you're miserable and you want to make a change like yeah if you're around people and you're pushing people away it's um you know one thing that I've learned is it's not maybe it's nothing that you're doing wrong. It's just hey, maybe you don't need to be around anybody right then. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're, people you're, say that you're the average of who you hang out with, for better or worse. Also, sometimes you just your energy. You you. I really believe everybody has energy and feeds off other people's energy. People have energy they put out. You know. Um, the the one energy you know sure. the, the one conscious energy uh the spirit of god god's energy um, i remember the uh, the, the holy one. spirit yeah. it, it, it's 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 all of that energy but you they say that god works the only way that god works and can do things on this earth is through people right that's the whole point and he chooses that way i believe yes and so People still have to put the work in. Yeah. Like you still got to put the work in. Just like if you're training, if you want to be a chef, whatever you want to be, you got to put the work in. Yeah. Because if you don't, you can't expect it to be okay, especially in the world that we live in, in the environment that we live in, because we are shaped by our environment. And so, if you are secluded, then you you or create your own environment, your own reality, which, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. But the world is awesome. It's beautiful. It's a big <laughs> yeah, place, you too. Should, yeah, but you like should just about leaving. Back, back to that, uh, like, that spirituality or even energy. I mean, I've heard some people call it a vibe. Yeah. I remember, vibes, uh, I don't know how to have fun mm -hmm. correctly. And uh, the last big... Oh, you're a fun guy. The, la man. the last big festival that I went to... I took uh, I took some shrooms, uh, yeah. and I I probably took too much. Yeah. And like, man, you know how it is sometimes when well maybe you don't I don't know. By but the way, I'm on mushrooms right now. So <laughs> how about that? Yeah. Is that gonna stop? Yes, uh, it's the washer draining. Okay. We can uh, let me let me check on my dogs. We can wait for that. To uh, beer, another beer. I'm good right now. Be going. Yeah, they'll go ape shit. I was trying to figure out what to do with all this stuff on the floor. <laughs> oh fuck! Don't oh, about it, buddy. but uh, yeah, dude. Like, I was tripping my balls off, and you know, I would I would begin to look around, and usually in these situations, I would become uh, real judgmental on myself, and kind of like I don't know, self aware. And every time someone would look at me, I would like 
feel like you know they, they knew- could see in your soul yeah they knew everything about you your deepest darkest secret but what happened this time was the inverse i was looking at people mm. and it was like some of them had clouds dark clouds over them and you could i could see like the what it meant for them to be at that festival at that show and like it was oh, just a, it cool. was it was just a yeah. little bit of release because like they had so much going on in their life that uh they just had a cloud of you know maybe it's a, a previous hurt or maybe it's something that they were dealing with that happened yesterday but like they had something on them you know what i mean oh yeah for sure Sure. And, you know, they probably had that uh, anxiety, that anticipating energy uh, before the show began. Yeah. So, you know, and, and people process through music. You know, music kills people. I mean, music um, and frequencies play a big part in um, my recovery, you know, physically, What do you think about, like, when we change, like, uh, the... The hurts over when we tuned. To oh, so I did, I did that when you told me about that. I was, I it's, did. Supposed, it's supposed to be at four thirty-two. All right, listen. It sounded weird at first, but then I played for a little bit, and then I retuned it back to four thirty-two. It's beautiful. It I is. It. I don't know. Uh, I, I can't go back now, and I don't. I don't want to go back. Like I even have to do my NPC and all the same. And I mean, people may not like it but i don't care i make music because it's i like to make music you know i i ain't trying to get rich off of it make money off of it just having a good time yeah it's something that i enjoy doing like it gives me a peace of mind and it i have a problem with shutting my mind off and, and shutting it down um yeah, if, dude, I, if, I, I saw you get lost in the process. That, oh, well, you know? if, if, if I microdose this a little easier. My, see, to me, mushrooms help me help my brain. Uh, uh, help my brain fire a little better. But it wasn't always like that. I mean, it, it took time. But, you know, I, I'm also not always on them. So you, you find a balance in between. Yeah. Um, as somebody that that had been through trauma and, depre- and had been depressed before and was on depression medication, like, I was miserable, you know. I, I went through eight or nine different medications just trying Damn. to find it, and each one would do me differently, and then one would be all right, but my stomach would be all fucked, be all messed up, you know. Yeah. Um, and I just don't want to do it. So if I got to deal with a little bit of crazy or a little bit of drive or not being able to turn my brain off, then I'm going to do it. You know, pain isn't anything. Pain is, uh, to me, just a state of mind. I mean, it's something that I'm always in. Um, And it's releasing it the right way and controlling it is you know it's an emotion it's a state of mind whatever you want to call it is you just have to learn to control it like everything yeah. else man i had a i had well it was on episode 500 when i get you know every 100 episodes i'll have somebody interview me just oh, for, for the oh, milestone really and oh we'll, that's and, we'll, and we'll awesome. talk about like you know like what i've learned over the past 100 you know whatever else and the question was posed was uh 
you know, uh, Joe, who interviewed me, he's been living down in Mississippi now for most of his life, but he's originally from Maine. Joe, Joe who? Joe McGowan. Joe McGowan. Out of, uh, was he from Starbuck. here? No, nah, he, was, he was from Maine. He moved down here. From Maine. But uh, he was like, when I moved down here, and one thing that I learned quick was he was like, as a populace, like, they're under a lot of pain. Mm. They're under like a, there's there's, but what there's that a, but what that darkness, breeds there's a suppression there's a suppression but it breeds creativity. He's like I've never been around like it seems like oh, everybody yeah. you run into is just creative. Yes, yeah, yeah, because that's their escape. You know, if they don't want to go down roads they shouldn't go down it or live a, a life that they don't want to live. You know. Um, Meaning, if you go down bad or you go down good, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not. Is that how you? We're, see- we're not perfect, but I mean, yeah, that's kind of how I see it. You know, is that a, is that how you view music? Like, oh, the, music. I mean, no, music. Music is music to me. Music I, dude, is this, all the same. Anything like this. Same. This podcast has been great for me. Like, music's been great for me. Writing has been great. And, um, you know, I know so many people who are, like, on Prozacs or, you know, different medications to yeah. deal with that anxiety or depression. But the uh, thing well, that I've found is, like... But has been the best by far for me as music-wise. Like, it, I'm prescribed Adderall for, you know, because I'm ADD and I'm in school for cybersecurity, uh, network security, um... And so yeah, it's 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 nice to be able to focus whenever I need to focus. Yeah, and I'm fatigued, and um, to not have to do what I have to do when I'm at home to battle ADD on my own. Mm-hmm. But I get off of it during the summer. Um, I'll probably take it every now and again, but I'll get off the prescription for the summer. Yeah, why the summer? Um, I don't want to stay on. Yeah, I'm not in school. I don't want to stay on it all year round. You know, uh, I I really don't want to. It's a goal of mine to try and not do that. <laughs> yeah, the whole ADD and ADHD thing is kind of a phenomenal thing right now because if because all like, I have to do when we were growing up, like the behavior, which is now what we know as a symptom, like they would used to treat someone with ADD or ADHD. ADHD, like they would punish them for not paying attention when, yeah. in fact, they they had something going on in their head to where they, they exactly. physically couldn't. Exactly. And and now we know that, but like you know, when you think about a Ritalin or Adderall, it's like, well, it's just legal meth. Yeah. Well, I was like, come, is that something well, you really this, want to be this, on long term? Well, this was the thing for me. I mean, I had I had the same problem when I was a kid, and I would I just wouldn't understand that the teacher would be frustrated, but she would only get frustrated because it it just seemed like she didn't like me you know i wasn't necessarily a troublemaker um but i would try to fit in and stuff but uh when i would come to a problem this is the thing about people that are add they're great problem solvers because the way their mind works they're they can they're, they're, focus. they come there, there's a thousand solutions. Just bam, 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 bam. You know, but it's it's honing in on the right one for that problem. Yeah, 
you know, because you, you can get fucking real redneck, real country, real quick with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get real meth head uh, real quick with it, or you can be uh, That's something about a meth know, head fucking too, they get home and loan uh, 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 Lowe's home improvement specialist. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's but it's it's all about focus and breathing and controlling and not getting upset if if you make a mistake or if you don't understand and it takes a little more time it's taking a deep breath and figuring it out and staying happy about it and keeping that mindset yeah it's been the best thing that i've learned from this microdosing experience cool dude and and that i feel when i'm not microdosing when i don't have mushrooms because it's not like i take them all the time yeah don't get me wrong i can't afford it first off Second off, I don't I don't want to do do it all the time, um, but it is very healthy for your brain. Um, yeah, I like that lines. And man. I, I mean, I yeah. had yeah, lines man is great. I mean, I've I've had a lot of head trauma and like real bad head trauma. Um, not, I mean, of course you know that um, I train and all, but uh, no man, tell me like. I've had, you know, real bad head trauma a couple of times, a couple of TBIs that me up. Man. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm blessed to be uh, in the situation that I am, you know, because there are guys with TBIs. Uh, what is that? What does that stand for? Traumatic, uh, traumatic brain injury that, you know. It, it, one hit and their life their life changed forever you know sometimes people get hit and their life changes for the best sometimes people get hit their life changes for the worst you know it, it's it's like a 50 50 it's like turning it, there's on, turning a switch on or off yeah i mean that's why you hear the expression people if you haven't been punched in the fucking mouth and just if if you haven't tested your metal and been punched in the mouth, punched somebody back, and uh, then you gotta shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, that's my personal my personal <laughs> opinion. I don't mean that everybody should just go and fight right now, but I'm you know join a gym, you know get fit. Um, spar. Something uh, I mean, you do, you're buddy. not. It's, it's not like violence to where, you know. There for a while, they, when MMA was on the rise and boxing was was number one, they looked at it as violence and, and it, it, it it promoted you know violence and the means of gang violence, street violence, and killing. And it's like no. <laughs> Fuck no, it didn't do any of those things. Yeah, but that's—I mean—that's propaganda right there from parties, uh, government parties. And that's what fucking sucks. Yep. Like that—they—they—they they, they need to take—they <laughs> need to take that away. Like the the person that would do the best job is person that's not going to be running for the job because they don't want the job 
Yeah, it takes a it job. takes a, a narcissist or a psycho to want to be in places of power. You know, you yeah. think about a CEO or even like the president or like wherever you want to take it, dude. That that is not a that is not your average your average Joe keeps his head down, does what he has to do, and lives his life. Do you right? play chess? Oh, I love chess. Everything is about chess. When you when you talk to people like that, it's, it's you got to look at it as chess, and you'll be all right. Yeah, you know, people look at celebrities and they freak out. Oh my God, you know, oh you see these uh, these girls screaming and hell these boys screaming over their their favorite rapper, their favorite artist, and and all this bullshit dick riding bullshit excuse me excuse my French right, fly, but, um, oh goodness um, shit I lost my train dick riding yeah <laughs> dick riding <laughs> I mean that's what it is over the celebrities yeah, it or is. whoever else but I mean you there, there's, there's a difference yeah there's a difference though when you have respect for that celebrity and not just like oh oh this you know you fantasize about being with this chick or there's a difference there's do a uh difference. do you have any uh celebrities that you kind of like idolize or look up to um yeah uh i would say rogan peterson uh, really a lot of fighters uh charles Oliveira is one of them yeah uh, justin gates he's uh, for sure, Dustin Poirier. Yeah, the Diamond. Um, man, um, Silva, by far Silva. He's one of the best. I mean, I've got his striking book the in there right now. Yeah, I've got his striking book in there right now, and that's one of my favorites to go into because he doesn't speak English the best, but the way it was translated it was still translated in the form of him in in the way that he teaches yeah so that's sorry i gotta get my dog yeah they're like children (laughs) they really are man it's wild how like they've been like so domesticated now to where like it's crazy like even like their health diagnosis is like oh yeah maybe just because like we've improved their way of life to where they get cancer and the bullshit that we get they get arthritis like i mean it's so wild like when i think over like family member dogs over mm-hmm. the years or my own dogs or whatever else right my friends dogs and like the, the issues they had like man them, them damn things get ulcers on their ass you know it's the same shit that we get yeah it is. I mean, we're animals, uh, you know. Yeah, we're all animals. It's just we. It's our brain, you know. This this big muscle between our ears, and it's our soul. To me, I feel our soul, you know, is what connects. Our our brain. So your brain, it, it, the science of the mind. Your brain constructs reality. All right, and. It constructs the reality that we all see, right? This is the science of it. Mm-hmm. This is where I feel the soul comes in at. The soul, though, <laughs> the soul connects you to your reality, everybody else's reality. And 
um, and the spirit <laughs> and your spirit it, it connects you to everybody else's reality okay it's it's not and if you're out of tune or out of sync with somebody then you know it's not necessarily that they're a horrible person or it's a problem it's just you're you're out of sync you know with their reality <laughs> or the way they are and a lot of people and about me but that comes with maturity and and uh and you know being sober <laughs> so yeah like these kids now uh, these young kids nowadays they just it's it's what like the thing about like the brain and reality they're good, but they're good you know a lot of, a lot of the younger the the young men and women around this area they're they're good people you know? I think so I really do I think this is a good area and a good community but when you go out of this area and community young men and women uh, it's fucking nuts bro yeah like it really is um cause your your local community is and your is your environment <laughs> you know it's it's the environment that makes that matures you it's, yeah, it makes you who and you I are. feel like ours is finally becoming a little bit more positive. You know? Yeah, and, and I think like the people you know, you know when you when you step into your late twenties and your early thirties, you know forties, you step into the role to be that person in the community that is creating the culture, and I truly believe in this area right now the people who are building and creating things, uh-huh. events, businesses, uh, yeah. things to do. Like, uh, we have the right people mm-hmm. doing the right things, making the right moves. Yeah. Uh, we still got some 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 spots to change. We still have some changes, but I, I think our, our state and our police force has done a good job in the sense of um, nobody wants to be a police officer. It's a hard job. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't want some psychopath being a police officer. You, know? right. you don't want an asshole or, 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 or uh, a racist. You want someone that loves humanity and wants to serve humanity. Pretty similar, pretty similar to the military, mm-hmm. right? But see, the problem here is the military. You're trained that that's your enemy, and with some people, they and some police, they look at um, the common person as the enemy. But in a way, they have to because some of these mothers are wild, and they are, huh? Yeah. And, you know, there are bad people out there. But, um, so, yeah, you know, it really takes, it, it really t- it takes somebody that's balanced in, um, with themselves and, and who they are. Yeah, you, you, you have job. a, you and have a real issue, like, with judges, 
yes. lawyers, yes, law judges enforcement, and lawyers. Yeah, like to where should not be having brunch and should not be buddy buddies and and the DAs and the lawyers. Mm-hmm. I know that's how deals get done, but they shouldn't be having. I, I don't. I don't know because we don't. We really have to know the people that are in our community, and yeah. that's a area that I'm not been the best at. But I, to me, you know, you relate it to. I don't know, I'm not gonna go to, down that rabbit hole. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll continue with something else. Sure. Of, <laughs> uh, let's think about uh just going back to growing up for a minute. Okay. Like cool. uh, you know, as you were coming up, like high school days, man. Like, what were you into? Like, uh, were you creative? Oh, were you, okay. Was you creative right. then? High school. Oh, okay. So, when I went to high school, I was coming out of a very traumatic situation. So, it it was like. This is awesome, you know. This is this is great. Fresh um, start for you. Once, once I met friends that were popular, and I just kind of rode around with them, you know. I didn't, yeah, really have money. The only money I had was money that I made from working, you know, and when I worked. So. Um, you know, my grandfather would give me some money from time to time. And, uh, but it was weird. Um, you know, the, the traumatic situation kind of got put on the back burner, you know. And I wish it would have processed a little better then, you know. But it felt like you was kind of ignoring it by filling your life up with. Oh well, I, I mean, I didn't know any better. I was yeah. I was just a, a dumb kid <laughs> that was, you know, finally um, meeting other kids and and that seemed to care about me and and want to be around me. So yeah, it was it was awesome <laughs> yeah. because I was just alone <laughs> up until that point, like. Um, what would y'all do when y'all hung out? Oh, uh, shit. We would play sports, uh, you know, soccer, football, things like that. Um, just normal, you know. <laughs> I say the old days, the the normal thing. Growing up out, outside, doing things outside, like. Smoking, <laughs> smoking a blunt. <laughs> Shitty <laughs> ass weed, man. We'd all chip in, get get five dollar, ten dollar bag, <laughs> get a stone to shit. But man, it was shitty weed. <laughs> that our thing, dude. We we used to call it coon hunting. Yeah, and but we, it was cool. Like we had to get a lot. Of, we I, would. Let I, the I dogs do want to say this. I do want to <laughs> say this. Like you know all. The friends that I had back then, I, I really appreciate all of them, and and some of them are still lost, you know. Uh, some of them lost their way and then found their way, and some of them, you know, stayed straight their 
you know, the whole time. Yeah. But uh, they made my childhood, uh, that part of my childhood, very good. So I, I thank them for that and respect them for that. Right on, <laughs> like, man. Uh, I, I, I appreciate them <laughs> for that. Yeah. The mushy sometimes, uh, you know, you get tongue-tied. We're going back to... Um like what you were saying about the soul and the brain and that connection. Um, yeah. But I think about it like this is like I, I think that was nail on the head. Like your brain does uh, take reality and it builds it mm. yes. to, to suit you. Like uh, you call it a worldview. I mean, it's the way that you view the world and like uh, your politics plays a lot into it and mm -hmm. your activism and what you firmly believe and and then when new information comes out it's almost impossible for you to let that view go because you you kind of identified and built your your world around it to a to a point to where you're living in a delusion well uh, real quick, I'll I'll do a quick comment on that. I I think that you have to stay completely biased. I mean, uh, stay true to your morals of who you are and who you the the good morals that you have about you on your mm -hmm. quest to find God and to find that connection. Um. But yeah, go ahead. And um, then when you, you go on and connect it to the soul, I agree with that. But there are things that can happen in your life, and most of the time it is not your fault. But it will scar your soul, such as uh, emotional trauma, maybe physical trauma. Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, rape victims, man, that, that's like a when, when a sexual mm. act, is that's a scar. Like... Uh, people I don't think like we don't talk about sex correctly and like that is connected to every part of your being it's it's emotional it's physical it's even spiritual mm -hmm. a lot of people would go so far as the idea of a soul tie to where when you you're having sex with someone you're you're tying your two beings together like uh, there is a connection that is made that cannot be separated and with all the people of their past, all the people of your past, mm -hmm. you are all linked by this tie that you. I think it depends created. on how much that person gives a fuck. Because <laughs> I've I've been with some women that didn't give a shit. They just wanted to get off, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's anything. So, I don't think there's any such thing as meaningless sex. Uh, I mean, to me, it is all meaningful, but. I've been with some that, yeah, it was, it, you know, it was just for the pleasure in the brain, the dopamine release yeah. in the brain. I mean, honestly. Yeah. You know, you're drunk, you want to have a good time, and yeah. Next yeah, thing so you know, <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> they want some good dick, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to them, man. <laughs> Fuck it. I but, you. Yeah, I mean. And then, you know, like also, like just. I, and you can't, you can't. Let yourself. Um, to me, you can't be mad at them for it. You know, I mean, it is it's their life. Let them do what they do, and that's something that I struggle with all the time. For I'm not mad at anybody. 
Well, oh no, I know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, even with me in general, like, oh. it's, it's something that I struggle with because I, I. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Been, you know, when I started coming back out to the bars and stuff, you st and you started seeing me around. Um, up until that point, I had just trained and went to work and kind of stayed by myself. Yeah. And I uh, went to school. Um, I did go to school, but yeah, I really just kind of stayed on myself. Last year and too. Congratulations, on, man! Gonna get that. Oh degree. well, thank you, thank you. I've got some some certifications and some badges that I'm proud of. But um, yeah, so those years of of uh, isolation, uh, they were wild, but they helped. <laughs> so when I came out of isolation, and uh, yeah, I came and started hanging out in the bars and with you guys, met you. Yeah. Um, Please don't lose your point. <laughs> I lost my point. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know. Run it back. Like, uh, talk I'll, about maybe coming, I'll remember coming out later. of isolation. Uh, oh. And, bef and before that, no, but there, talking was, about good times. It, it was. It was something else. It was another point. Um, I'll get back okay. to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll, go ahead. Uh, touch, <laughs> I'm just asking you every 15 minutes. It seems like you oh, grabbed that mouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know me, buddy. <laughs> you bring a six-pack of beer over. I got some time. Shit, I'll talk. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk. Yeah, yeah uh, but I mean, just, I, I guess it. I guess to I maybe wrap the point up, and I'm still, I've been writing about it a lot. And uh, just thinking about it. Oh, hold on. I remember my point. Go um, So it was, I, I had to, uh, I, I'm, I'm learning, uh, I'm learning to control my emotions and my energy. So to me, there's layers to it. There's, you have to not only be able to control your emotions whenever you're up, under certain influences of whatever you're under um, but you also have to control your your energy and that in short terms is uh, the energy that you feel for everybody in your environment and not only that but your situation if you have a if you have some darkness in your life that darkness is going to affect a lot of people and they not even know it um mm -hmm. at, as well as um oh come on come on uh you know <laughs> just your thoughts in general because the thing about your thoughts 
according to the laws of attraction. Your thoughts are energy that are frequencies and sent out in vibration because it's it's there's a generation a a, a generate a generating effect when the thought is made of energy <laughs> that goes out <laughs> whether it's a frequency or whatever I, I, and I'm probably butchering it um, so you'll have to go look at the laws of attraction <laughs> and, and it's, it's really cool but yeah to me my belief is yeah that's what I feel <laughs> when <sighs> to an extent Sorry, man. Mushrooms sometimes uh, will send me on a rant and a tear, and then it will stop me. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot of this catalog, you know? Yeah, but, you know, it's all good. It's all good, man. It makes me happy. And, yeah, man. But you can control yourself on it. And there's a level to... Um, being able to control yourself on them, you know. Yeah, exactly. That you get a lot of power from. I had a friend recently. When you're not on them and when you are on them. Because <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be with people that don't trip very often and they'll eat a couple of grams and they are just retarded, you know. Yeah. And I'm I think a lot of a that is because of, of what mine. they saw in the movies, you know? I mean, <coughs> it, it could be, a lot of it's going to be tolerance. You know, if it's their first couple of to- times tripping, yeah, it's just going to be this crazy fun uh, effect or it's going to be this horrible <coughs> nightmarish effect of, you know, whatever darkness they have going on in their life. Uh, that they need to deal with and they can deal with it through mushrooms if they just have to do it properly to me the proper way to do mushrooms <coughs> is to be at least have some balance in your life you know if you are really wanting to get the therapeutic effect of it um you need to have a balance in your life you need to have God in your life or a higher power in your life. You need to have an authoritative figure that you answer to spiritually and to your soul that you are afraid of, no matter how badass or cool you think you are. You know, you have to fucking... <coughs> life comes at life. you fast on shrooms, buddy. Yes. It can, but... You you know you just you you gotta have that. <laughs> I had a friend of mine, man, recently. I'm not gonna give like any details, but I'll just say that he's been going through somewhat close to what I would call a crisis, existential crisis. Really, uh, he's having a hard time with identity, like uh, hmm. he, you know. And he was calling. We've we've talked about it. Sorry, you the, know. the weed helps control the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it helps for me to control the effects of the mushrooms. Sure. That. Oh, but, uh, like, dude, what I recommended to him after we had talked about it a few nights in a row was uh, I thought the best thing that he could do was go take a trip. 
it might help him find whatever he's looking for. Also, like you said, though, you might get the shit scared out of you. Yeah. So who knows, man? I mean, well, the thing about fear is if you're scared and you're not normally scared, <laughs> then you need that fear in your life. If you are just naturally anxious and fearful, then you need to process that fear. So you will be, sometimes you can trip and 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 <laughs> have a fear, but it, you have to figure out which fear it is, you know. You really, the, the more research you do within yourself um, will help, you know, will help with the therapy and, and help with the process of it if that's what you choose to do it with. Now, if you just want to get up, just eat, eat the bastards <laughs> and have a good time, my friend. Yeah. I was like, man, I used to... Hats off to you. <laughs> I used to love going to festivals on them. Oh, of course. Oh, man, that's, that's what the, they were made that's the for. the best time to yeah. just eat an ounce of fucking mushrooms to yourself. Fuck it, dude. Get <laughs> gone, bro. Drop some acid, smoke some weed, you know. To Natural drugs, to me, is where it's at. And MDMA, you know. But it's yeah. all about control. <laughs> Molly's a great thing. MDMA is a great time. It it definitely helps you to experience love. And what chemical to, is in that that gets to that part of the brain, on, dude? Not only experience love, but love for yourself, and that could be a lot of your issues is, is loving yourself like that was my issue was loving myself you know truly forgiving myself and loving myself and Molly and M MDMA MDMA helped me do that paired with mushrooms um, so when those <laughs> to me when those kids go to these shows and they do that they have that natural chemical release and it's yeah it's a great thing they're getting therapy and not even realizing it, just thinking they're getting up. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a little bit more than that. Yeah, buddy. Taking the, taking the medicine and, you know, living life. Uh, connecting to something. And that's what it's about, connecting with something. Like, yeah, connection. What uh, what you been working on lately, man? Like uh, creatively, or what you been up to? Uh, oh man, really? I I I've just been spending time getting set up, getting the gym set up, um, as well as getting the studio set up uh, for school and music um, but I've got some stuff that I've recorded it's not really complete <laughs> and a lot of the, the songs that I have um, 
are just more experimental. Like, I'm really bad at hitting the record button and just recording every fuck, every friggin' thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's honestly, I need to run, <coughs> excuse me, I need to run my NPC through a home, uh, a home central station, uh, whatever you want to call it, that controls not just it, but the computer. And it takes a lot off of the computer. Oh. So, um, it's, you're basically adding a little bit of CPU power, you know, without um, taking away from your computer's CPU power. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've got some stuff going on. <laughs> cool, man. Really, I just turned the, turn the motherfucker on and jam. That's yeah. what I love about an NPC. Yeah, it's a lot. They're a lot of fun. They are. I really though need to spend more time with my guitars though, man. Uh, and, and I need to sit down and like actually learn songs and you and, you and me both, bub. Like, I, I feel really like do. I've been in such a slump when it comes. And see, to- that's when you need to do it though. Yeah, when you're in, in a slump. Yeah. I just did I get home from work and I would rather podcast or just like uh do anything else but touch a guitar most days. Yeah. And it's like, you know, days I I just have to make myself do it. Yeah. Well, if it's if it's like you don't want to touch it because you're afraid that you're going to sound bad or it's just man, I don't want to get locked into that <laughs> uh I don't. I don't want my brain to get locked into that right now because I won't ever stop. <laughs> I just um, like it's just. I don't. I don't have any well, desire I mean, right now. You don't have the desire to. No. What? Oh man. Well then, if you don't have the desire to, since you have the skill, then if you want to learn something new, that would be the best time to do it. To just do it repetitiously. I feel like like uh, going to the gym or going. You know. Using that energy somewhere else. Okay, that's cool. That's a good. Yeah. I don't use know. it how you want to. I don't know. I don't. I've never. Uh, I've had seasons like this, man, to where. You know, it, typically they last like maybe three to six months. Six months at the latest, to where I just. I guess it's like imposter syndrome. Yeah. To where I just. You. I don't. I, I don't feel like I am. You know. You. And I quit. I quit identifying okay. as. Okay. And I just I feel like a phony. You know. So you being hard on yourself. Yeah. You gotta be everything. good to yourself, man. Yeah, but and I struggle with that. To, uh, yeah, man, it's hard finding that balance with yourself, man. Yeah. Like it is. Because you know, like on my, I like to be tough on myself. I like to push myself, well, you, you, but you also need, like you need the discipline. You but, need to get. You just need to get in that fucking gym. <laughs> I think that's what needs to happen for real. Yeah, you really do. You need to just let me train you in that gym, because honestly, um, yeah, it's gonna help with that depression, because it helps me with that depression. Yeah, I think so, dude. Like I, I the only thing about it is I feel bad because. Hell, if I can't sleep, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You know, my roommate 
um, Tony. <laughs> I just go in that gym, meditate, and just hit the bag, and just get in rhythm, dude. Get a little workout in it. Uh, you like to run? Fuck it. Uh, yeah, I do. But the heat is yeah. killer right now. I thought, dude. I, like I thought about that. You yeah. know, that I, night I, I did run there for a while when I was in really good shape, and I mean, when I say good shape, when I say that I was in good shape, I was just working a very a very hard, laborious job every day, and then coming home and working out and doing ice baths, but I'd been doing it continuously, repetitiously, right. So, I just, it, it was right when it, it was really starting to get hot, probably 87 to 90 degrees. In between that, uh, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. time of the day, right? And I'd get off work and I'd grab my dog and I'd just run downtown. I'd run from my house to Cafe on Main and hit that block to the post office mm -hmm. and then I'd run back down because that's all basically an incline so or a, or a decline so uh, you start with the incline up and then it plateaus out a little yeah. bit and then it's a decline and that decline to me the decline is rougher than the incline is because you have gravity fighting against you in a different way it's on your back not your front whenever you're running against gravity i do better at than the weight of gravity on me personally i never thought about it like that oh yes man yeah that's a big thing about running um and and steep declines like we have with these hills and running down hills it's i mean it's almost just better to jog going downhill or just walking and resting going you ever downhill. think about like just creation and how us and a couple other species like you know maybe an ape or a chimpanzee even a kangaroo but of all the species on the earth like they kind of go their vertebrae goes with the ground like we're the only one that's perpendicular to it and as we get older like gravity just kind of bends us over oh yeah well that's that's uh that's fine man and just not being in great shape and then the body decaying you know and and really the generation of old older people that we have are come from some of the best because they had the harshest times and those harshest times they were able to make it better for us to thrive mm -hmm. so to me it's a blessing for to see an old person alive and the fact that i live across from my grandparents you know yeah is a blessing because they're in their 90s, you know, and they've, oh, shit, my grandfather was, Maddie, 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 stop, stop, please, stop. Um, he was in the Air Force, you know, mm -hmm. did full, did his full time, retired, 
then retired from another company. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, he's uh, he's a good dude. Dang it, Matty, you fucked me up. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Matty fucked me up. <laughs> oh shit, dude. Uh, anything else to uh, anything else to do? Anything else you want to touch on? I th- I, um, I'm pretty pleased well, with this first okay. run. So I guess we could t- do some uh, announcements if you don't mind. I'm, yeah, do it. Plug it. I don't really have much going on in my personal life as far as uh, inviting, but. Uh, Hopefully, I have a boxing match October 7th, as long as everything goes well. And cool. The, fight is, the fights are still scheduled for that date, you know, and I can get an opponent. Cool, man. Yeah. And, hey, if anybody wants to learn how to strike um, um, or hit mitts, or if you're skilled and you want to spar, train, whatever... You know, just he's open to it. Yeah, find my socials and and uh, holler at me. Yeah, cool, dude. Anything else? No. October four, um, man. You excited? Yeah, I am. I'm more excited about the training than I'm than I am about the fight. When I used now. to play sports, when I played baseball, and uh, I I thought I was weird, but I enjoyed practice and the camaraderie more than I did the game yeah. I always thought I was you know because like well, what I do you mean you enjoyed right? practice more yeah. because the game is where you get to show what you've done it's almost like practicing your guitar in your bedroom and then like I like those moments better than I do being on the stage like yeah. it's it's well, <clears throat> I don't know it's weird uh um, that's one thing that sucks is I don't really have a team right now. Um, I mean, I've got a coach, yeah, but I don't really have a team. Yeah. You know, I've got a gym. I've got the knowledge. I've got the striking knowledge. Um, I just don't have uh, a team. You touch something else? Yeah. So I've talked to a lot of people that, you know, want to come, and, and I, I really do believe that they want to. But life is life, you know. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, you gotta take care of you, you know. Any way you can, any way yeah. you got to. So It'll I, come. I don't take it personally. It'll come. For sure. Yeah, man. What about you? You got these big stuff going on, man. Oh. I know you've been <laughs> interviewing my, my my crazy ass. Bro. What you got? I got a lot of I got a lot of things I'm happy about, and this is something that uh, the community can get involved with if they like. Yeah. Uh, the Golden Triangle Singer Songwriter Competition. It's going to be held at Dave Stark Horse this Saturday, uh, the 26th of August, 2023, of the year of our Lord, and um, you can go to my Facebook, just my personal, Alan Aldridge. And uh, you can find up the the event page for it, and you can also find the website where you go to sign up. And what you'll need to do, and granted, you only have this, you've got two days because it's Thursday and the event's on Saturday, so you got to move quick. But um, submit a, a, a video. You can shoot it off your phone. It don't have to be pro. And send us a copy of your lyrics. That way we'll have it printed on hand where we can, like, 
read along while you sing and really see the feel of it. But I'll be judging that. I'm happy about that. That's what's uh, I'm judging with the winner from last year. And, um, man, she's got really good stuff going. So uh, come out. Yeah. Uh, come out and meet us. Come out and play for us. Come out and have some pizza at Dave's. Have a cold drink. Uh, the open mic uh, that I host at Monson Brothers uh, every other Thursday. So uh, the episode drops today. We're not doing open mic. So the following Thursday. We will. So uh, if you're in the Columbus area, come on down to Monson's. Oh, oh, and hey, uh, go see the go s- watch Sound of Freedom. Yeah, please. If, if you haven't watched Sound, great of film. It is. It is Jim Caviezel and uh, Mel Gibson. I think are good people that are battling that are standing up for a very dark second industry yeah For takes real. a lot Ashton Kutcher uh, Kutcher he does too yeah he speaks out that was a big thing that I was into back in my college days oh, almost um, like 10 years ago he's now he's the comedian um, oh gosh he's, Brit- he's British um, oh uh, come on man come did, on was he the writer of the office no he wasn't the writer of the office um, he he was <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's got a podcast. They all do. It's right on the tip of my head. I'm looking him up. Hold on. Bill? No. That's crap. I'm subscribed to this channel. I don't know why. I just can't think of his name. Probably because of the mushes. Russell Brand. <laughs> Russell Brand, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even get to his profile. You know how I found him? Bam. Yeah, he's made a huge Forgetting change. Sarah Marshall? Yeah. That's yeah. one. That's he one had he, some crazy movies. Yeah. And then uh, his podcast is great. He's asking some... Oh, his podcast is awesome. Yeah. Dude. I it, think he does a really good job being... Um, one of the main reasons being I Being non-biased like, like Rogan is, mm-hmm. but still... It's his show. He has a message, and he gets it out. You know, some people have podcasts. You see other podcasters that are just, it's all about their message. Everybody else's boom, you know, or it's all, it's nothing but left wing, or it's nothing but right wing. No, yeah. You got to be real. <laughs> yeah. You got to be open. You know, him and Joe both are left leaning. They're 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 what you would call a classical liberal, you know, but but there's there's they're very like, fair. I, I feel like the only, I mean, what makes you left, what makes you liberal is abortion. What makes you? Oh, it goes down to that for you. I mean, is it not what it is about? That's a that's a huge issue. I mean, is it not, abortion? Not, I mean, it, because the right is, is the right. Is all basically religion? <laughs> yeah, is is Christian is Christianity and people of faith and religion and churches that have a big problem with abortion because the thing about abortion, abortion, it is killing a kid, you know, in a way. Yeah, definitely, um, and it sucks, right? Uh, and to me, there's just a point. 
you know, like if you're you, if kind of lying there, to yourself. There's a movie called Nefarious. Yeah, um, I was. We were talking about this. Go just watching watch Nefarious, and you'll think a little differently on abortion. Yeah, Nefarious is is another uh, movie just like uh, Sound of Freedom that yeah. really had they had a, a tough time getting it pushed. And you know, the main <clears throat> actor in Nefarious, the guy that plays the the possessed guy, mm-hmm. is the older brother in um in uh, oh come on Boondock in, in Boondock Saints. Oh, or or or. Uh, Want to pull out them Googles again, dude? I'm failing. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I don't, I don't, I don't even have it on the tip of my tongue. I can see the guy's face. Boondock Saints. Why you find that is, uh, yeah, man. Like, uh, Sound of Freedom was actually on, that movie's been done for years now. Like, it was owned by Disney, but they didn't want to release it. Kind of makes you wonder why. But um, <clears throat> and same with Nefarious. Like, anytime you have a movement or a film. That is pointing out like what I would call the darkness of the world. Uh, Hollywood doesn't want to touch it with a ten foot pole. You know, they no. don't. They don't want nothing to do with it. I mean, because why? It they're a part against, of it. it because it goes against with what sells and what sells is sex sells. Yeah, sex sells. Yeah, sex sells and music that makes people feel good is what sells. Mm-hmm. You know, music that it is. It, it's what sells. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Man. Yeah. And unfortunately, that is what it's about because there's a lot of great artists that out out there that give up because it's they it costs a lot and they may not have much to give into it anyways. Sure. But they're wonderful, beautiful artists and they give up on it you know because you have an industry that's controlled (laughs) and that sucks man yeah absolutely so I'm thankful for the good artists that are out there doing the right thing and the positive thing you know just like what did you make of Oliver Anthony the, the the viral video yeah I mean I agreed with what he said um, you know, he, did you feel like, like he, I didn't think he music. was punching down? He was punching up at politicians. Dude, he wasn't doing anything but making music, man. sharing his and story. Like what he said, all I wanted to do was make my music. All I do to play is to play and make my music. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with him. I don't give. Yeah. I don't give. A, <laughs> you know, if he offended people or whatever, if people are are outraged about it then you got something wrong with you because that's a badass damn song yeah I agree <laughs> like if you don't like that song I don't care who you are then shit you need to <laughs> change your diet up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> you need to yeah yeah you need to try new things yo <laughs> yeah for real because that's an amazing that's an amazing song yeah he he hits a lot of good things, bro. He yeah. really does. I, th- I thought uh, I've seen but so many viral use, that's videos. That's the beautiful thing about music is you can 
and and lyrics and singing it and all you get your thoughts out in a way that's poetic and mm-hmm. are beautiful and peaceful you know and <laughs> that shit brings you that shit brings people together or hell <laughs> If I can motivate them, uh, you know, yeah. they like it to just party too, shit, whatever. Uh, it's, yeah, it's cool. Cool, going man. Down, going down the rabbit hole again. <laughs> Anything else to do before we sign up? Um, yeah, yeah, there was some stuff about religion that we didn't get to talk about that we've talked about. And oh, yeah. I know that you, you have more of a religious uh, basing, I feel like, to your podcast. Um, so I'm sorry Um, but yeah you know I really feel that as far as Americans go there is a spiritual battle going on right now Mm -hmm. whether people realize it whether you believe or you don't believe there is a spiritual battle going on and it doesn't even have to be about God and church and all to because that's what I have a problem with about it is church <laughs> and man Maddie stop wait a little longer please um, because that's another difficult job being a pastor being um, a priest oh, that's a difficult job having a direct line to God knowing that that's God <laughs> That's that's nuts in itself to think about. Yeah, there um, it is. So, yeah, you um, there's a spiritual battle going, and there's been a big shift going, like for real. Mm-hmm. So, people, please, if if you're hurting or you have something going on in your life, a lot of it can be answered to finding something to believe in yeah and why not you know there, there, uh, there is because a, there is a there, big shift it, it, it all equates it all adds up there's science behind it there's not a wrong one just pick one and go with it <laughs> I, I I feel personally um, that King James uh, edition of the Bible really shouldn't have been put out like it. You it, it shouldn't have been pushed the way that it was pushed. Yeah, you got to keep it as raw as possible, my friend. You've got to keep it as raw as possible, so that people can get their understanding and gain their connection with God. Mm-hmm. You don't alter. Uh, uh, something that deals with someone's spirit and their soul because there is the this is the thing about the Bible. I don't care what you believe in, if you're atheist or whatever. The thing about the Bible is the Old Testament and the New Testament, and it's what a lot of people overlook and they get lost when they read into it. The Songs of Song. There's poetry in it. it. There's beauty in it. There's stories in it. And what is 
maturing and and what is your parents for and talking to your parents and all but their experiences and their maturity you have this book that has all of this knowledge during hardships good ships and it really helps you to guide you to a positive road you know sure. and i mean there's some crazy shit because they went hard bro they went <laughs> it it really shows the savagery of man it mm-hmm. really does and the only ch- the chosen people of god themselves right uh, the lost tribe of israel whenever moses came down with those ten, with the 10 commandments because the chosen people of god turned their back on god and was sacrificing their own babies and cast iron bull bronze bulls and shit Moloch, because buddy. they were sick of being in the desert <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll that something we'll man. that is the that is what man will do because they were sick of eating manna and they were sick of just drinking water but just before that they were sick of not having it <laughs> yeah so when is it enough that's what manna means yes like what it literally it, means it, what is it what when when is and it, it was never enough? enough like that's like people you gotta wake up and understand a lot <laughs> about yourself and I'm sorry I'm, I'm not as clear headed and can deliver it like I should but um, yeah I live in Columbus Mississippi if you ever want to <laughs> have a conversation with me I hang out at the Princess Theaters Munster Brothers and Zachary so please <laughs> you want to leave it I'll right have there? a conversation with everybody, man. I yeah. Give it's how we met. I welcome everybody. Yeah. Cool, man. And hit me up on socials. It's just Joshua Comer. You'll find me on there. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I think on Instagram, I'm, uh, petting a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool horse, man. Cool, I was, man. I was stoned. Yeah. It was a good moment. Hell yeah. Animals are great. Well, cool, man. We'll pick. Uh, we'll pick up a lot of these things. I think we. Uh, yes. Good introductions to everything, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. get. We'll get I mean, back still, at it. Still, thanks for having me. I'm like, like I told you, I'm just excited. Somebody's interested in what I have to say. That's cool, man. I yeah. It. Yeah, man.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.